Hi, welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am actually with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are with Olivia Castriata, whose name I've probably already fucked up. I think you actually said it right. Yay! Perfection. I I try. You know what? It's so funny. I have a friend who changed her name from Tegan Sattel to Harpramjeet Kaur, and I said to her when she told me this, "I'm so happy for you. I feel very sorry for any of your future customer service agents." Because yeah, it is yeah. it is not an easy name. Please tell me I'm not the only person that butchers your name. Oh, you're not. You're not. And my friends actually on another podcast. Um, Which one? Uh, called the Silent Giants podcast. <laughs> so my friend Corey runs that. So I recommended my other friend Darius for that podcast. And at the end, they're giving like little shout outs and they're like, oh, we got to, you know, we can't forget our girl, Olivia. And then they just banter back and forth for a solid 45 seconds trying to figure out how to pronounce my last name. And it was hilarious they're like uh olivia cast castrata castrata and then Corey's like she's gonna kill me oh god i know like what what are you gonna do though like exactly yeah um so we connected so i should say that olivia is actually we're doing this through skype and we are hoping this records correctly (laughs) as i am the um editor sound just a little ocd when it comes to that Uh, no, but I'm, which is why it's done so bad. Because I have no training in this, but I try really hard. Um, but Olivia, we, we connected through her, through the lady, through Lady, lady Gang, Gang Facebook yeah. group. And mm-hmm. we shout out, um, former guest Kelty Knight. Yeah. Um, so we connected through, how did you discover the Lady Gang? Um, I feel like it was just like on, you know, on iTunes, like on the what's hot now kind of list. And I was like, oh, these girls, these three girls look fabulous. Let me just check this out. <laughs> and then I think I listened to like 10 episodes in a day or two. And I was just like getting caught up. And I was like, I love this. And I actually like cannot wait for every single Tuesday when they release a new episode. And it's my, one of my favorite podcasts. So I know we, we love it. That's actually why we're not on Tuesday. Yep. Because I think like so many There's of There's so many podcasts we love on that Tuesday. We love that on we were Tuesday. like, we're not gonna do a Tuesday. And I'm just like and I think that like we've sort of had like some crossover audiences with that like, you know, because we had Kelsey on here. So we assume they're Lady Gang people listening and you know, I'm just like, I don't want to compete with these people. And also, Monday is, like, not a good day for podcasts. So we want to yeah, give yeah. everyone, like, exactly. in that circle, like, you know, something to look forward to when they start the week. Yeah, for sure. Mondays are always yeah. hard for everybody. Like, everybody Ugh. has Monday blues. Even if you have, like, the best Monday ever, you're still like, ugh, it's Monday. Like, just everybody has that feeling. So we wanted to give something, like Amanda said, something that's fun, entertaining, and hopefully, like, takes your mind off of whatever bullshit's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I know it does for after, like, my weekend, but, like, I'm, like, I'm so excited to record. Yeah, we, like, look forward to so our Monday. <laughs> so, yeah. you are, okay, so you are a singer, and are you a songwriter? Because we were, I was listening, and I, I don't know why, I felt like you were really singing from your heart. Do you write your own music? Yeah, I do. Oh, oh that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. So I write a lot of, uh, like, R&B soul uh, with, like, a touch of jazz and 
funk and blues and pop and I kind of just like I always describe my music with a lot of like slashes you know like because I feel like I've been inspired by a lot of things so I kind of bring all that to the table when I'm singing and when I'm writing yeah we use that term slasher queen we're, we're trying to get people <laughs> we are we totally are no it's like the lady gang how they have like the word of the week <laughs> I was just gonna say okay Kelsey <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna submit Sexico, I know. <laughs> or like cruel edit. Oh my god. Kelsey <laughs> when Becca says that and when she just turns down like everything that Kelsey said. <laughs> no, no, I love it. That's hysterical. It's no, but it's true though. It's like I don't know. But no, but Slasher Queen could be really good. Really good. People will use it. I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, fetch isn't happening, but you know. That's so bad. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so you're so you're a singer and a songwriter, which is amazing. So you said you obviously write from the heart. So, you know, for people that, you know, don't check you out yet, they're gonna wanna go find you and wanna check out your music. What would you tell them, you know, as far as like, you know, your career and what you've done and where you're going and what really truly inspires you? Like is is there one, you know, particular person or one particular, you know, environment or something that you've been through that's, you know, shaped in some of the ways you've done songs, like in your, you know, in your career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would say um like when I'm writing, I'm finding it a little bit easier now to write about positive experiences in my life but I definitely uh go like right for like the people that have pissed me off (laughs) so note to self don't piss Olivia Castrata off (laughs) I don't don't blame you I would love to if I had any vocal talent I would oh god I would be scared for everybody that would have to listen to Amanda's song I could only imagine you would just be like beaten down I would be like I would be worse than Taylor Swift (laughs) I'd be like, because your penis is really small. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much. She'd be like, and I hate everybody. And I hate everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I should do like a Taylor Swift. If I, I could totally sing, I would do Taylor Swift. Should do like a parody. Actually, be really funny. You know who I thought you sounded like? And let me know. And like, you could either like this or not like this. But I, you know who you remind me of? And she's absolutely my favorite is um, Amy Winehouse. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I love Amy. She's amazing. I was actually just singing some Amy Winehouse today. Because oh. Of- what were you singing? Yeah. So I was singing uh, Me and Mr. Jones. I love that and, song. Uh, and Stronger Than Me. Because I'm preparing Ooh. for like a jazz show that I'm doing in a couple weeks. Um, That's- so I'm doing like this. It's called Women of Jazz in New York City. So we're doing like a bunch of. Uh, Amy Winehouse, Edit James, Nina Simone, oh, like Street wow. Guy, that kind of thing. I love that. That's really yeah. cool. We I, did it um, like a month ago uh, in New York, and it was awesome. The turnout was amazing, so we're just doing it again, and we're just adding some new tunes. Um, but yeah, I was I was rehearsing today for that, so I was singing some Amy. I just I just love her. It was you know what this is. I've never told anyone this, but Ooh. I was so sad. It's like <laughs> I'm like oh even me okay. No, I love it when people sing. I love Amy Winehouse and I love covers. But when she passed away, I was like, there's gonna be no good music left. Like that was it mm-hmm. because I thought because she was just like I mean like I walked down the aisle to Amy Winehouse to. Oh. 
did tears dry on what's that okay so it was tears dry on their own but there's a version of it called tears dry that's like a little bit slower and i know it's about her fucking a married guy but i love that song so i didn't care because no one was singing it they were just doing the melody so i'm like right well it's my wedding bitches yeah it's my wedding i'm gonna do what i want and my mom is like this is such a lovely song as we're walking down there i'm like (laughs) you knew the lyrics mommy oh i love it um so where where is the where is this jazz competition or this show show rather sorry yeah it's a show (laughs) It's at a place called Groove in the Village. Um, It's right by, like, the Comedy Cellar and the Blue Note. And it's, like, right in the hot spot of the village. I used to live near there. That sounds cool. cool. It's it's really, really fun. That's awesome. That's amazing. I know. And I was looking at your bio. So you, okay, I can't even believe this because I think you performed at the Apollo yeah. What um, is that? That like? is so cool. That's that's like like hashtag life goals for I Legit. think any any singer, any any musician. Yeah. But what is that like? So well basically how that whole thing happened was like um I was working in an office for a couple years and I absolutely like hated my life, did not want to wake up and go to work every day. It was like the most miserable thing. So, you know, one day I was just like and I would, like, go into the bathroom and, like, look in the mirror and give myself pep talks and be like, Olivia, you're going to make it through this day. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, like, it was so miserable. And then finally I just figured out, you know, like, I need to be doing music full time and that's my passion and that's what I want to do. And if I'm going to if I'm gonna live in this world, why not live my passion, you know? Good so, for you. I so, – been there, done that, trust yep. me. Only yep. I wasn't in an office. I was doing merchandising, and I was in my car crying by myself. Yeah, and I, and I was in corporate designing, and, like, even though I love my designs, I felt like I was literally in a prison in a box. So I totally understand, and, and we feel for you. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, one day I just had enough of that, and a couple days before I decided that I'm putting in my notice, you know, I went to an audition at the Apollo to um, audition for amateur night and I made it. So I was, you know, I quit my job and Mm -hmm. then a couple weeks later I sang at amateur night at the Apollo. Wow. And it was terrifying. Wow. I bet. (laughs) So at the Apollo, like basically I think there, it seats 1,200 people. So there's 1,200 people in the audience. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing is that these people can boo you off the stage at any moment. What? So you can I didn't know Whoa, that's intense. That's cr- I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So it's so this is what the amateur night hey, is. Sh- like, they can boo you off. And, um, and then, you know, if they start booing for, like, longer than five seconds... This guy comes out on stage oh my in the room and he just sweeps you off the stage. Whoa! It's horrible. That <laughs> I literally can't think of anything more intimidating or, or worse. I know, I know. It was crazy. And the thing is, like, so there's about ten to twelve contestants per show. So the guy that went on right before me, he got booed off in seven seconds. Oh. Crazy, and then I went out, and I got to sing my whole song, and then at the end I placed third, and I got to go back and do it again, and then, and then I've just done it like a few times mm-hmm. over the years. Um, since then, and I always place, and that's 
you know, really fun. And thank God I haven't been booed off. <laughs> Good for you, girl. That's crazy. I mean, that's so much pressure. I didn't know they could boo you off. Like, that's, like, that's intense. Like, I don't. Back in the day, Lauren Hill mm-hmm. got booed off. Shut like, up. What? Yeah, like, she did the same thing, got booed off. And, like, other people, um, pretty sure, like, the Jackson 5 performed at um, Amateur Night at the Apollo. Like, it's a pretty cool, like, big deal kind of thing. But I guess it could go south pretty quickly. Wow. How do you get to do that? Do you just show, is it, like, comedy where, like, you just show up and wait in line or you have to know someone? Or how does that work? I'm just curious. So you, you audition, they have auditions, I think twice a year and you would like line up around the building at the Apollo and they take the first 300 people in line and they will let you audition. It's like a behind the scenes kind of thing. Um, and then if they pick you at that audition, they'll be like, okay, you're going to come perform on this date at this time. And you need to be here at this time for like a sound check or whatever. And then then you would perform in the actual show. So it's, a, it's an audition. And I auditioned like, I don't know, five years ago when I first moved to New York and I didn't make it. And then I just auditioned a couple years ago, just like on a whim and made it. And then, and then I've sang a few times there. So okay, girl, that's yeah. awesome. Where are you from originally? I grew up on a horse farm in Pennsylvania. Where in Pennsylvania? I'm sort of from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, it's near York, Pennsylvania, but the actual town is like New Freedom. I've never heard of that. My parents I have, have heard of it. I, my parents have a house um, near Milford. And my husband's family is up in the Pittsburgh area and then also almost up by Morgantown, like West Virginia. So I know a lot of Pennsylvania and like way up there just because a lot of his family's out that way. Yeah, yeah, my brother lives in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, when I first my first like major date with my now husband was when he took me to a um like West Virginia um game and I'll never forget what they were chanting in the stands, which oh, was God. eat shit pit. And I was like, "Wow, this is a really classy town." And like <laughs> my husband like now who was my boyfriend looked at me and was like, "Chant." And I was like, "I'm not chanting eat shit pit." Like, I'll stand here and look pretty, but like and I felt totally out of sorts obviously oh being up there like I mean like you know leather leggings and like high cute boots and like a slouchy sweater thinking like hey but I like kind of tried for the country chic girl but like you know makeup's just slightly natural not too much meanwhile everyone's staring at me like I don't even belong on this planet and then they're all cheering eat shit pit and are trash and I'm like oh my god this could be my future and sure it is <laughs> except that you live in LA now and yeah I still have to go back and visit it though Oh like, I have to go back for Christmas this year. Wait, is that, like, central Pennsylvania, New York? Yeah, it's, like, south central. Yeah, south central. Is that near Lewisburg? That's where I went to college. I've never heard of that. It's, like, close to, um, like, Hershey. Hershey, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I know. I know where that is, sort of. I'm so... I'm so um, bad with this. I'm so bad with geography in general. So my only reason I know is because Justin's talked to me so much about, like, that area that, like, I feel I've like I've never been schooled been... so much that I have to know. I'm going to Pittsburgh for a wedding next year. Oh, nice. Pittsburgh's really I pretty. Feel like... I love Pittsburgh. No, I know. My mom's best... One of my mom's best friends is from there, mm-hmm. and she has the best taste, so I'm, like, kind of looking for, yeah. like... Yeah. Like... No, they have some really nice stores in Pittsburgh, and, like, my, um... Like, my... Also, on my, my mom's side of the family, I have aunts and them who went to school out that area, and, like, it's beautiful. 
beautiful over there. No, Pennsylvania is like a really special state. When did you, so when did you move to New York and what made you sort of decide yeah. to make the move? So, um, I actually interned for the Dr. Oz show, like when I was in college. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. So I lived in New York for like four months, um, for that. And then I knew I had to go back to school for like another semester. And then I knew after I graduated, like I definitely wanted to go back to New York, um, but I can remember being, like, 16 and saying to my dad, like, I'm going to New York. I'm not going to college. I'm going to go be a famous singer. And he would just be mm-hmm. like, okay, that sounds great. <laughs> like, he's just so supportive. You know, my dad's, like, a really big dreamer. So it was nice. It's been really nice to have such a supportive family that can see – you know, that art is important and being creative is important and it's valued, you know? That's that's, all, that's incredible. So is he like a, a horse farmer or like, I don't, a, a rant, I'm so bad with this. I'm, it's also like Monday. <laughs> I feel like today that like I'm more on point than you, which never happens being this mm-hmm. pregnant. And I feel like Amanda's taking my pregnancy brain and I'm not going to lie. I'm getting, I'm getting a little chuckle out of it because I'm like, Ooh, I'm feeling like very on point today. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm, cause I'm just jet, I'm just very jet lagged. Oh, so times that times like I know. ten, and now you have pregnancy brain. I know, I know. I, I, it's it's like it's like my STD from you. <laughs> <laughs> I like you any pregnancy brain. Um, I mean, hey, I warned you. I know, I know. She's, she's like, I did. I was like, when when we like got like heavily into the podcast, and I found I was pregnant, I was like, you know, just an FYI, like I'm down to keep recording and keep it moving, but like I'm gonna be a pain in the ass being pregnant and doing this podcast. And she's like, no, it'll be fine. We'll work it out. Meanwhile, you know, deep down in her head, I'm like the first person on her shit list. <laughs> no, no. You know what though? When when I get pregnant in like a year or two, yes, yeah, he's throw it back at me. I'm gonna be. He's like, better hope I'm not pregnant again. It'll be two oh people. Oh my god, really bad. no. We have, I, we have another friend. Who's pregnant? Who actually former guest Chanel? Yes, no. Um, is pregnant, and I'm. So I know her and I converse constantly on Instagram, like because she'll post like food stuff uh-huh. on her story, and I'll send her messages, and I'll be like, "Are you sick again today? Please tell me you are." So I feel a little bit of sympathy, and she's like, "Actually, the sickness has left me." I'm like, "I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sick." Like every chick I talk to, Olivia, I'm like, "Oh, when did yours go away?" They're like, "Oh, like four weeks ago." I'm like. Oh, okay. I'm still sick. <laughs> exactly. Oh I think my, 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 my little girl is going to be quite the sassy one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it, but see, but like now I, I'm under pressure to have a boy when I get pregnant. <laughs> oh my God. Are all your, so let me ask you, are most of your friends in the music industry, do they, are they supportive? Do they, do they get you? Cause I feel like if you are like in LA, Everyone, question. like your fucking dry cleaner is in the industry. Like this I know, I'm true. not even kidding. I my old dry cleaner used to dry clean costumes for like um, I forget what studio. But the point is, like you're all just like everyone is in the industry. And New York, where I'm actually originally from, I feel like there's a good amount of industry people, but like there's a whole lot of people in accounting. Oh yeah, and in finance, and I mean, like, and in the, like the Wall, like the Wall Street yeah. district, and yeah, so true. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always, I think, like, people in New York are, you know, the community of musicians is very supportive, but for some reason, I always feel like when I'm in LA, I feel, like, super supported, and I feel like all of my LA friends and everyone in the industry is, like, 
you know, you just have to introduce yourself to someone at a party and be like, I'm a singer. And they're like, great, where can I hear your music? Here's my business card. Please call me tomorrow so I can check it out. <laughs> you know, like, and in New York, I feel like people are a little bit colder and they're not so easy to just open up right away. Like, Oh yeah, for sure. And they're more, they're more blunt and they're also more like, I got shit to do and I don't have time to look up your music. So unless you're going to hand me the link of how I click it right now, don't bother telling me how to look it up. Whereas now I totally agree with you. It's a lot more like, cool, let's collaborate. And like, yeah, how do I listen to it? And where do I go? And let me subscribe. Like it's just, it's a different animal for sure. Yeah, it really is. And I always say like, when I'm in LA, I just network. I hustle my ass off for like 10 days. And then by the end, I'm like, okay. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I need to go back to New York where nobody will talk to me like for a solid couple hours, you know, on the train, like everyone's just doing their own thing. Kind of I love it. Situation. <laughs> yeah. No. I kind of miss that some days. I tell Amanda that like us both being from New York, I kind of miss that some days where like, I can't like just be left alone and like someone's not going to be like, Hey, how's your day going? Whereas in New York, if you're like head in your phone and you're just like typing and no, no one bothers you I, here in LA, it's like, Hey, how's it going? And if you don't respond, you're the asshole. <laughs> well, yeah. it's really weird. I think that like people really respect your hustle and LA like oh they do because not everybody has it and they really people want to help you and like I know that like I want to help like I know it sounds like so arrogant like it's like I find now like I want to help other people as much as I can because it comes back to me even like I'm in like a private Facebook group with other writers and they're like hey does every anyone have a connection at this company and I'm like oh yeah I know that publicist and I'm like it makes me so happy when I can help people or like you reached out to us and you're like, you know, you wanted to be on the podcast and I love like Abby Stern did the same thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't like, I just, I, it makes me so happy to, to help other people. Whereas in New York people will, people will snub you a little bit more and here they're like, yeah. no, let's know what you're, what you're about. Cause I think people here are just more aware that like, it always comes back. It's yeah, so true. Totally. I remember I was, I think I was listening to a Layla Ali podcast and and she said that there are givers, takers, and connectors. And oh, I've heard that, and I love that. Mm-hmm. You're one of those people. And I feel like I am a connector as well. Like, I feel like when I meet someone, I'm, like, instantly trying to figure out who I can connect them with, how I can help them, because that's what I want in return, you know? So I'm just trying to, like, put out there how I can help anyone so someday they can help me. You know what I mean? Completely. And I agree with you. I'm like, I think, you know, Amanda and I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why our podcast, you know, kind of honestly organically took off so quickly and why we fell in love with doing it so quickly is because we had met so many people that don't connect and don't want to collaborate and don't want to help each other. And when we started, you know, really working together and collaborating just on our blogs and just hanging out, it was like, oh, wow, this is so refreshing that we both want to do this. And there's like no bullshit. There's no ulterior motive. It's just, it, you know, that's what it is. And so I agree with you. It's like when you do that and you connect, you not only get it back tenfold, but like you enjoy doing it and you like constantly get to see who else you get to connect with. And like Amanda said, we love that you reached out and were like, hey, I subscribed and listening. I love your podcast. Like I'd love to come on. We were like, oh my God, she's so cute. We I love know, her. We she's felt a singer. so bad we couldn't do it in person. Yeah, our we did. Schedule, we tried. Our schedule really was so tried. bad in LA. Our schedules just get so get so crazy. And it's it's really funny because I'll tell you like 
There are some people that we like. I'm, I've been totally surprised at how easy it was to book them. Even people through publicists. Like, yep. I'll tell you something. Like, even, like, Healthy Night, for example. Oh, she I, was wonderful. Like, her publicist was, like, we went back and forth a few times trying to figure out a time. Because, you know, she, we have to coordinate schedules. But there was, like... It was just not a big deal. And then we have people who are terribly unimportant. And 150 emails later, I'm like, Allie, just don't even respond anymore. I'm done. I, yeah. I, I can't. I've yeah, been Amanda man taps out. <laughs> I, I literally, like, I, I tap out no, on, <laughs> on certain things. And it's like, I want to help people. Other people want to help me. But, like, I'll tell you, like, what I found is the more important the person is, the easier they are. Yeah, you know why? Because they're a professional and they know how to work and they know they know how it works and they've been there before. And it's like, um, who was it that we were listening to? Remember you and I, we were like hanging out at your house one day and it was like, I don't remember who it was now, your pregnancy brain, I spoke mm-hmm. too soon. But it was like, they were like, they're a big actress. And they said, oh, I'm a 10-night overnight success. I'm a 10-year overnight success. I can't remember, remember who it was. Remember we were listening? I know. And we were like, see? Like, people, you know, people get that. Like, it takes time. It doesn't just happen that you're at the top. So I feel like when you reach out to some of those top, top people, like, they get it. And they're, like, more than happy to support you. Like, Kelty was incredible with us. And she's like, oh my I'm God. so proud of you, girls. Like, your podcast is inspiring. And we were like... Holy crap, hashtag your goals, Kelty. Like, and like, know? I, no, I always say this whenever I think I can't get shit done, I think about Kelty Knight. And I'm like, Kelty gets everything done. Okay, okay, yeah, I can sit back, I can breathe, and I, and I can get, and I can get anything done. So, like, who's been really helpful for your, That's for your question. career? Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, I've been meeting so many songwriters lately, which I think, is so important and on my first album I wrote all the songs except for one my brother wrote the other that I didn't write but I mean it has been so helpful to like work with other people collaborate on songwriting so I would say like the most important people that I'm meeting now are these songwriters that are helping me put together an amazing group of songs you know to record and it's so much easier to work in a group and, like, bounce ideas off of people, you know. So, you know, I love um, this writing team out in L.A. called Love Love. Madison and Rebecca, they're, like, amazing. I just flew out there. That's why I was out there a couple weeks ago to write some new music with them. Um, so I'm so excited about those new songs that we wrote. And then uh, I've been working with writers here in New York on, on other new music and... I'm just working with so many new people and new producers and stuff like that. So that's really inspiring to like be able to call people and be like, Hey, do you want to collab? And for them to say, yeah, I do. That's really exciting. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. We like, yeah, we feel the same, the same way. I think it's, I think it's the same way, like, in the blogger. Well, it's weird, though, because, like, I think we were bloggers, and you were hosting more, and I've, I had done a little bit of hosting, but, like, mm-hmm. now I really feel like I'm a legit host. Well, yeah, because we host our show constantly. Because we host our show constantly. So it's like, and we're constantly yeah. having to do research and understand who we're interviewing and working with, and so, yeah, it's a whole other world. It's it's a totally different world, but it's, it's really strange because, like, I think that, like, blogging, and I'm sure, like, obviously singing is this way, too, like, when you're sitting there and you're being creative on your own and you're, you know, you're fleshing out a song, it can be very, like, isolating. Do you, do you find that at all? Yeah, I mean, I find, like, for me, I'll write, like, a banger of a chorus. And then, like, 
then I'm just done. I'm like, uh, where do I go next? You know, but when I'm working with people, then I can continue that creative, you know, mindset and that route. But like just working by myself, it's just so, so much harder. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so much better. Than that. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. Let's add to that. Or no, that doesn't work. You know, it's just easy when someone is like, yes or no, you know? We unfortunately sometimes collab with our dogs, and they're not so easy to work with. <laughs> you heard them barking. There's nothing here, so everybody be quiet and lay down. Oh God, I'm sorry. And, and the baby's fluttering. And the, the, the yeah, the baby like doesn't like the dogs barking. No, um, at all. No. I know. She like pushes on my stomach. I'm surprised they haven't made mute dogs yet. Like someone mute hasn't dog. tried to like like keep. Listen, my dog, dog Oscar was mute, and then he freaking met Boom. my parents' dogs and Lulu and like the other dogs in his life because I have two cats, Olivia. So when he met them, he, he like thought he was a cat. Like he follows them. He like scratches like a cat. No lie. He like crawls on top of the couches the like a cat. He tries to. <laughs> he climbs up on their post. He climbs up on their cat stand. So like he was mute until he met other dogs, and he was like, "Oh wait, I'm supposed to do that." And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> oh my god yeah first so hashtag first world problem crazy story mm-hmm. something that happened one time oh tell us. we tell us love crazy stories okay so this one time i was performing on stage and i was in brooklyn at like this warehouse party and all of a sudden this woman comes up on stage and she taps me on the shoulder and i turn around she's completely naked oh my god oh my god and she just takes over the mic and then she just starts dancing like and nobody knew what was going on and my guitarist was like um like does the boss know what's going on this is a prank on me like i don't understand so he just kept playing and it was freaking hilarious so then (laughs) she walks off stage another band comes on and she rushes the stage again. Oh, my God. Security was trying to grab her, but they couldn't. And she just was, like, dancing, dancing, dancing. And then she nosedived off the stage. Shut up. Oh, my God. That is it insane. crazy. It's, like, the craziest performance I've ever experienced yeah that's a little insane uh i can't say who but a celebrity that i styled quite a few times the first time now i'm just used to it but the first time i walked into their house literally like i walked i knocked on the door they didn't answer so i knocked again i like my arms full of like clothes so i'm like hello and then finally like you know they yell and they're like come in and i'm like okay so i like you know open the door and literally spread eagle on their living room couch, butt naked, there they are, and they're like, oh, hello, darling, and I'm like, hi, and they're like, I'm up. I figured I'll just, you know, wait for you like this, so we can start trying stuff on, and in my head, I was like, well, fuck me, <laughs> it was like, that once happened to me at a house party, but it was two girls eating each other out, oh, god, oh, my god, you know how to always take it to the next level, I opened the door, and like, I'm like, oh, my, god. like, wow, and they were, they what were, did you do? I don't know. I just like walked into the next room. I just felt terribly. Awkward. Did you feel violated, kind of? No, I just. Felt, I feel like I would feel violated in a weird way. No, like it's so weird because like I just felt. I generally feel awkward, and like I just felt even more awkward right, than, I, than right. I normally. Right. Than I normally do. Right. I, I felt so awkward when I walked into that. And I, meanwhile, I'm a friggin' stylist, and I see you know pussy and coochie and penis for a living, and it was like. 
you know, I, just because I think I wasn't prepared and I wasn't, it wasn't like the normal, like, Hey, strip down. Like, let's try this on. It was just like, Hey, I'm ready for you. I was just like, Oh, there, there's your puss right on display. Just right there. Okay. Was it shaved? A little. Was it? So it was semi-bush. Yeah. It was just. Nothing wrong with semi-bush. But when you're walking into that. No, no one wants yeah. to walk into a fucking forest. It was like, I was, yeah, I would have liked a little bit of a heads up. What's up, pussycat? You know, I mean, she literally took pussycat to another level. It was just like, oh, 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 okay. So then, like, the next time I sent an assistant to drop something off, and I warned them, and I said, you know, make sure you knock, and maybe put your hand over your eyes while you're opening mm-hmm. the door, and, like, see if you can tell if she's naked while you're picking up. And sure enough, that's what they did, and they were like, yeah, she was naked, and she didn't care. So then in my head, I'm like, okay, well, now the fitting's over, and I've styled her, and she's done the red carpet. Like, this woman just likes being naked. <laughs> How do you not, like, stare at her vagina the whole time? I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I started to, and then no. I was like, okay, let me, like, get in focus now and, like, start styling you. Uh, like, let me do my... Not, not exactly. Tits. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. like, it was like, oh, my God. But, yeah, no, that, that just made me think of that because that's hysterical, yet so crazy in so many ways. Wait, like, what are... Do you have any other crazy stuff? Yeah, we want to hear your stories. <laughs> Hello? Oh. Oh, oh, wait, I think we got disconnected. <laughs> wait. Call dropped. Okay, wait. I think... Can you hit call? Yeah, I'm going to call her again. You're offline. Wait, it's your internet. Your internet just went out. No, I have internet. Why did this just go out? Fuck. Click it. Wait, just click it again. Go back to the internet. No, no. Go back to the Wi-Fi. Wait, wait, wait. Now I think... Oh, no. Someone's retweeting me. Go back. Agent J 2.4. No, no, no. Go to the top, babe. Okay. And then click it. It should just reconnect. Okay, whatever. Whatever one you did, but just try to reconnect. Yeah. That's so weird. Okay. Okay. Wait. I lost baby. I'm gonna call her again. I might not even edit that out because I think it's funny. Hi. Wait, we're sorry, you technology. Lose you? <laughs> did we lo- when did we lose you? But what what part did you did you not hear? Because we were uh, your assistant showed up at the door, she was still naked. That's hilarious. Oh my god, that's where she ended. Oh my god. Meanwhile, we're still talking. We thought you were here. Yeah, no, Sorry. I was, I was saying, you know, how do you not, like, look at her vagina the whole time? <laughs> yeah. And I said, honestly, like, I really had to tell myself, like, okay, Allie, pay attention. Like, you're a stylist. Like, get it together. Like, dress her. Don't look down. But I was just, like, it was so mind-fucking that I was, like, what is going on? And then I was telling Amanda, like, when, when the assistant went back to pick up, you know, from her, like, she was still naked, and it was just like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure you've been dressed, you had the red carpet, you did your press, and we're picking up your clothes, like, now what's the excuse? And I just came to this, you know, conclusion of, like, hey, she just must like to be naked, or maybe she likes to show off that she's got a semi-bush, I I don't know, it was just... It was very interesting. So maybe the woman on your stage just felt like, hey, you know, I just like to take over and be naked. (laughs) Yeah, I think she was... uh on some drugs too. I oh yeah. Well, like, uh, I, yeah. Well, we, I mean, we assume that. Yeah, we assume that. And I'm pretty sure it's the client too. Same. So I think it rhymes with Ollie. Um, <laughs> do you have any other crazy stories? Yeah, we love to hear crazy things stories. That have, like, or surprising things that have happened to you in the music industry. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know. Well, not in the music industry, but I mean, one time I was in the elevator with Melissa McCarthy. Ooh, I, I like, like her. Me too. So, I love her, but I was so nervous. 
and I wanted to say something, but I didn't know how, and I was just like, oh, freaking out. But then the elevator doors opened, I turned around, and I was like, I love your work, girl. Keep it up, with a little, like, you know, thumbs up kind of <laughs> signal, and I'm pretty sure I winked, and I was like, <laughs> you know... It was so embarrassing, and she was like, uh, thanks. <laughs> oh, that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it was something. <laughs> so what has been, like, the top, mo- like, what have been, I think I saw that you had a song, your album debuted at number two on iTunes. Yeah, that was so exciting. So I released my first album in 2015, um, and there's eight songs on it. That's the one that I wrote, all of them except for one. Um, so when we released it, it debuted at number two on like the new, um, new album release charts for R&B and soul, which was really That's cool. amazing. Yeah. And then I also, um, we did a music video for the single, I want to know on the album and, uh, that won an award for best R&B video from the academia. I don't know. It's some like music industry. That's thing. amazing. That was really cool. Oh, actually, when we were, um, so we filmed that music video in Rhode Island at this, like, abandoned army bunker. Oh, fun. Uh, place. It was so cool. But we were like, we don't need a permit. Who does that? Like, we're not following the rules. So <laughs> basically, we had been shooting for, like, 12 hours at this place, and we had generators and lights and like it was a full production and at like I don't know around 1am some police show up and they're like oh, oh what are you guys doing here oh shit <laughs> do you, do you have music and video. They're like oh my god no we don't and then my friend Dina she was the creative director of the shoot she walked over and she was like um we're just students. We go to school. We're just making a student film. That's a good yeah. idea. I know. I was like, way to go, Dina. But so she covered all of our asses. And they were like, all right, cool. We'll just pack it up. You need to be out of here in an hour. And then they literally drove off. And five minutes later, all of our generators died. Like the battery ran out. Oh, wow. And so we're like sitting outside. It is pitch black. And we're just trying to like formulate a plan for the next day of the shoot because we were supposed to do it in the same spot so that was pretty uh pretty funny yeah i bet in la you know people would have like been like oh we're shooting a student film like you know that's always the lie like oh we're students and they look at you like you're all professionals and they're like you're a student and like yeah i go to usc this is a a personal yeah. project. Wait, I was shooting, you know what? <laughs> I was shooting this German TV show yeah. called, um, I think it's pronounced Karsten Steele. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he's like the dog, the bounty hunter of Germany. And I don't know if people know this, but the show is totally fake and staged. Mm. Um, and they still owe me my footage, so I'm just telling you that. I'm going to find an NDA, but fuck them. <laughs> um, and they, I still have not found it online. The whole oh thing my is God, like that's crazy. But anyway, we were filming on the streets of... Beverly Hills. Yeah, okay. Of course, and the right. cops here uh-huh. in Beverly Hills yeah, or not, yeah. they were shooting without a permit and we had to stop. And the <laughs> so they just use, I think, the first two takes. That's hilarious. But um, yeah, no, there that's a, that happens everywhere. Oh, all the time. So let me ask, where do you see your career going? Like, what Ooh, do you ultimately question. want to achieve? Yeah, like, what's the ultimate goal for you? I think like now in music, it's so different. It's like you know, we all just want to 
be able to pay our bills off of music. So the I think the question is like, how do you do that? It's either through like touring, or it's through streaming, like getting millions of plays on Spotify with your songs and that kind of thing. So um, I'm working on another set of songs right now. Um, so my idea is to just release a single and then release an official music video and then a couple weeks after that an acoustic video and then repeat that process like a few you know like eight times with eight different songs just to like always stay relevant and I guess the idea ultimately is to you know be happy make money and be able to like tour my music around the world and I think ultimately like I want to be with a label but it just like Labels are so messy because, like... Yeah, but you know what? I've styled so many artists over the years, and so many of them who have even been super successful with a label have gone off on their own now and are indie and have told me that it is so much more work, but it is so much more worth it, and that they can control so much more, and it's not as messy. And so just something, you know, obviously, you know, like, you can figure out your own path, but, like, just from styling so many different artists and hearing so many different shit shows and different stories and things that go on you know especially in music they have always, they've all told me like I would not go back to a label even if you paid me and like they've been with huge labels like the Sony's of the world and you know all that and they're like I like my indie I'm sticking to that I do better with that so you never know like you may have a space in the indie you know uh world but still be able to tour and everything like especially with social media and you know even like Amanda said these Facebook groups you know nowadays give you such a platform and open things oh up that you never know you know your music might still be able to be heard all over and you can tour with that support even if you're doing your own indie and you're not with a label yeah for sure I think it's about like it's a trade-off you know with a label you get a shit ton of promotion but you don't make any money yeah and then as an indie artist like you don't have a big backer giving you all this promotion but you get to keep the majority of your money you yep. know what I mean so it's just a it's just a balance of which which one do you want you know no, we, we have that even like with, with this podcast and yeah. like we've been talking about going to a network and I think that like it's been doing well enough where I'm pretty sure we could go to a few places Yeah, and we're just like, you know, and we know people who've been on networks and then left networks mm-hmm. and then, but, and we've taught like why and you know, it may be worth it for us. It may not, in case a network is listening, it may not be. <laughs> yep. And we're still, we're like in that place we're in that where flux. we are, where we're, we're just like, out. Yeah. we're not entirely sure if it's, if it's for us. It's yep. also like a lot of networks don't let you curse. And like, I say fuck is every other word. <laughs> and that's really, and that's really hard for me. And you know, it's, it's true. It's like, you get this corporate backing, but mm-hmm. then you have to play their play by, the game, pl- play their game. And I'm yep. like, I barely play my own fucking game. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's 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 hard. And I think it's hard for everyone. But I think that we're all so lucky in the way that, like, the internet and social media especially has given everyone such a large platform yep. that, like, you know, I don't think, like, 20 years ago you could just put out, you could just make an album. Yeah, like totally. Like you do now. Yeah. 
Yeah, and same with like being a blogger and a you know a video yeah. you know and YouTube. I mean every every type of genre now and in, in industry and media like you can have your own platform. So yeah, I mean it's so true. Like you can really go one way or another. But that's I mean yeah. that's really cool and like good for you. I mean there's so many you know artists, especially you know in music, who tap out after they don't reach a certain thing. And I think it's incredible that you just keep you know pushing yourself and inspiring and you know like doing these incredible performances and this next one that you have come up and looking for all these major opportunities to get yourself out there I think is just so inspiring yeah thank you so much I think it's like if I just look at where I was like three years ago with music and then I see how far I've come like it is it's amazing you know so I just feel like you just keep pushing and, and going forward and like introduce yourself and make connections and meet people and like I just have to I can't be scared of like myself and like pushing myself out there you know so that's what I keep doing and I feel like I'm in a good position to meet the people that I need to meet that can help me get to where I want to go so I just have to keep telling myself like go network go do it Olivia you know kind of thing no, I love that. And I think that's great, like, way, honestly, to, like, end off on our podcast because I think, you know, for I do all have our, one more question. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, but regardless, our mm-hmm. bloggettes and everything, like, you know, they always talk about how yeah. inspiring this podcast is and empowering. And I love it, like, what you said. You're like, I look at what I did, we was love doing. To hear that. Yeah, like, three years ago and where you are now and how much further you've come and where you're going. And it's so true. It's like, you know, you we are our hardest critics for the most part. And I know Amanda and I are extremely hard on ourselves. And it's like, you know, you look at things and you're like, oh, I could have done more of this today and I could have done more of that. But the truth is, is it's like you're in charge of your own success and you're in charge of your own career and everything you're doing. And I think it's great that you said, like, you just keep pushing forward. You know you can't be scared. You know you need to go for those things. You know that you need to network. You need to put yourself out there. And that's, you know, to me, like, more than half the battle. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, everyone, anyone can do anything they want, but, you know, 75% of everyone just gives up. So it's like... Do you want to be in the 25% of people that worked really hard for a really long time and then got what they wanted or worked really hard for a short amount of time and gave up and now they live a life that they're not really that satisfied with, you know? So and true. It's gonna, nothing gonna is here easy. Anyways. Let's do what we want to do and let's make this life the way we want it. I love it. I I agree with you. So one more quick question, as this is a fashion and beauty podcast, and I was looking at your photos, and obviously you're gorgeous. (laughs) So what are three products you can't live without? Ooh, good question. Well, I'm recently completely obsessed with dry shampoo, which I don't know why I've never known about this before, but Mm -hmm. I'm totally obsessed with um, Not Your Mother's dry shampoo. Um, And then... Because, like, I always wear this little top bun when I'm performing. Um, You'll see it in all my pictures on Instagram and Facebook and everything. Um, So, you know, that dry shampoo and then, like, bedhead hairspray really help get that bun intact. (laughs) I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I'm also obsessed with, like, coconut oil and, like, oil pooling. So I always – do you guys know what that is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, When you, like, put it in your mouth when you, like – like suck like you like a you, like, gargle with it around. yeah yeah swish it around for like oh, 20 yeah. so minutes and it like whitens your teeth it gets rid of all the bacteria in your mouth and it's like it's just really great for you and who doesn't want white teeth you know um and then my other go-to is purple lipstick i always Ooh. Love which one yeah. 
I like um, Kat Von D. I love and her. Melted. Okay. And I'm talking like a bright purple lipstick. I love it. So yeah, like my I would say like my branding is like that top bun and purple lipstick. Cute. Yeah. That's so fun. I love it. Purple is one of my favorite colors, so yeah, you sold me there. Uh, you know who also has um, a really fun um, purple right now? I think I know who you're going to say, but you'd say it because I could be wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> now you like, put me on the spot. Joy Cosmetics. I was wrong. Okay. Who are you going to say? Lime Crime. Lime Crime. <laughs> yeah, well, Lime Crime, so like, <laughs> Lime Crime, I was going to say, but to be honest, like, because I play with their stuff so much, like, and I love them, so no shade. But, like, sometimes I feel like their stuff can be, like, especially for a singer, like, thinking about her purpose and how she'd use it. It can be a little bit, like, chalky and ashy and doesn't I stay have, as well. I have lime crime in my house that I've yeah. never used. Yeah. Well, no, and I have a lot of it and I, I like it. But it's, like, and I love their stuff. And, like, they have great colors and everything. But it's, like, sometimes I feel like it's chalky and ashy and doesn't always stay. And, like, that's cool for, like, you and me running around as, like, podcaster bloggers we can reapply when she's singing she doesn't have to worry about like what's on her lips and what's going to be done when she's done and the joey cosmetics that i'm fallen in love with and they have like it's called high pigmentation and it's like a um it's like a, a, a liquid um to a like matte like lipstick mm-hmm. and it's so great and stays on and it's highly pigmented and you should look at they have some new purple colors that are so fun yeah, I'm Googling it right now. Yeah, Jouer, J-O-U-E-R, Jouer oh Cosmetics. God. We've got a run, girl, but tell, yes, we we're going to put all of yeah, your shout stuff out. in the show notes, but but shout out now all of your, but, but you know, tell yeah, us what it pl- is. Plug yourself. Yeah, plug, go yeah, plug. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, um, at Olivia Castriata. It's O-L-I-V-I-A-C-A-S-T-R-I-O-T-A. And I'm on um, iTunes and Spotify, so... Check me out on there. Yeah, yeah. And we'll put everything in our, like Amanda said, our show notes. Don't no worries. Don't go over and die. Just put the show notes when you get home safely. Yes, exactly. And they'll be able to check you out and they'll be able to go find your music and subscribe. And thank you so much thank for coming you so on. Thank you so much, Olivia. Were so much fun. This was course, so much you. fun. We will we'll email you when this show um, is, is up. Yes, and keep us posted on yes. your next show. Sounds so cool. Okay, perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks, oh, guys. Be fabulous. Be fabulous. Bye. Bye.
Now 